ladies and gentlemen. And so it begins. Give the people what they want. The rise. All the way to the top. Yeah. The fall. Heroes just got tombstone. The slam. It's me, Austin. This is FRS Slam. When my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. The most extensive, what? intensive, comprehensive, what? counteroffensive wrestling show on the planet. Woo! Now, finally, it's time. Win. Here's Jamie Eisner. And I am the voice of the voiceless. And Chris Schubert. You come out here and you run your mouth. FRS Slam begins now. And welcome back to another edition of FRS Slam Radio. Chris Schubert and Jamie Eisner here with you on a lovely Wednesday morning. It's still morning. Yes. That, that okay. is how I the, check the, the clock, clock works, okay. Chris. Just, it I, is morning. I just hit the check the clock. It is still 11.18, so it is still the morning. Uh, Jamie, I was I'd ask you how you were doing, but you just told me that you're feeling a little blah today. Blah. I don't even, I don't feel bad. I don't feel oh. good. I just feel. Doesn't quite work. That was, doesn't quite work in that, that context. That was deep, though. That, that, was, that was. It was very it was deep. Very deep. Do you want to talk about it? Is there something going nah, on? No, nah, okay. that's okay. Yeah, I think it all started okay. when. <laughs> nope, that's not what this podcast. My is My childhood. Nope, nope, no. We don't want to go down this road. A uh, whole lot to get into. SmackDown Live, Mixed Match Challenge, Two Five Live. A bunch of news surrounding Two Five Live that we're gonna get to. Uh, some uh, some New Japan news that we're gonna get to at the end of the show here. So a lot of stuff to get into. Let's jump right into our SmackDown review here and a show that started off with one of the more interesting promos that I've seen. And it, it brings up a point that I've been bringing up for months now, is it's a promo between Shane McMahon and, and Daniel Bryan. And the crux of the promo basically is Shane McMahon calling out Dan, Daniel Bryan for living vicariously, I believe was the quote, through Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn because Daniel Bryan can't wrestle anymore, basically. And and honestly, Jamie, you, you listen to this promo and you certainly feel as though this is the type of promo that you give if you're setting up for a Shane McMahon-Daniel Bryan match at WrestleMania, yet... I, again, Daniel Bryan's status and being able to wrestle in the WWE is clearly up in the air. It's clearly, at this point, he can't wrestle for them. So unless something is changing between now and WrestleMania, I go back to the same point I, I, I've made when we started this feud between Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan. What is the payoff? What is the end goal here? Because that is the driving factor behind understanding what each of these segments is about, and I still can't figure it out. I've got it figured out. Okay. They have no idea what the payoff is. Oh, okay. That sounds about right to me. They are going to book this storyline as if there is a Daniel Bryan wrestling match payoff, but never give us that payoff. That seems like a poor business decision on their part. I think they think it's going to be compelling enough TV that it will get them enough positive leading up to the point where people start to get annoyed with it. Um, do you feel as though we are – I mean, Shane McMahon is going to wrestle at WrestleMania. Do you, do you, are you confident in saying that? Shane? Shane, Shane wrestling at WrestleMania. Are you confident in that? Because I am. I think it's more likely than not. More probable than not. Okay. Non-zero? There's a non-zero chance. Uh, there's a much better chance he wrestles at WrestleMania than Daniel Bryan. Yes. So, do you... I might have a better chance of wrestling at WrestleMania than Daniel Bryan, but we'll see. But on that note, uh, they show a shot of the New Day backstage with pancakes. They're How many into... tickets do you think I would sell? Zero. People would actually give their tickets back if you were on the card. It's, it's, it's a little disconcerting. And looks unless sad. we... Hold on. Unless we're feuding. That's true. Me versus you in right. a, in a uh, no-holds-barred match. Yeah, because we need gimmicks. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, we, need, we, we need gimmicks. We so need too. help. We need gimmicks back. Yeah, desperately. Uh, the New Day backstage, they're interacting with fans on Twitter. Uh, please correct me if I'm wrong. That new that Xavier Woods shirt said Burr 1600 on it, did it not? It did. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. I want that shirt. I, that, I need that shirt. 
Uh, they do a commercial for the Mixed Match Challenge. We'll get to that a little bit. Uh, I need Nakamura just following AJ around and reminding him all the time that he's going to beat him at WrestleMania between now and WrestleMania. If you do that every week, I'm happy. Uh, Liv Morgan taking on Charlotte Flair. Uh, I was wrong. Jimmy, I was wrong. There was no cash in. Disappointing. Well, no, you, you were wrong, but you weren't wrong yet. Because ultimately, you've been waiting for one moment. I've been waiting for Charlotte to, to lose the belt out during the Mixed Match Challenge. Correct. That is what I've been waiting for. Now, is that the one we're at? I believe it is. So, oh, that is the one we're at because I've been saying that, yes, because I'm excited because we may be able to see it. Um... I don't know, man. They got to do something with that briefcase. Carmella's just kind of holding it around, and it's just it just doesn't work. Uh, they do a, they you know Renee Young's interviewing Kevin Owens and talking about his friendship with Sami Zayn if it can survive the main event. And Renee says, you know, look, it's a good question, but you're asking the wrong person because it is up to Sami, and and it is up to whether or not Sami can handle losing to Kevin Owens. We get a Bludgeon Brothers match. They uh, they they beat on some jobbers. They win. They stand tall, and they're headed to the back, but. Then here come the tag team champions, the Usos. They face to face on the bottom of the ramp. They keep walking, and then we go to commercial, and they're in, and then we come back. The Usos are in the ring with mics, uh, and then they do they cut a bit. They cut a promo. By the way, was there a reference to the DUI in this promo? Because they talked about the, 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 like. I don't know. They talked about not being fingerprinted, you know, sleeping on a slab of concrete. Like, it just kind of, it, it was a little too real for me when you consider the real-life implications. Well, I, mean, I mean, Jey Uso in the promo the week prior talked about, you know, staying out of trouble. And I, and he basically, I forgot what his exact wording was, but staying out of trouble. I've been there, and my brother's been there to support me. So they have very much alluded to the DUI arrest. Then we get Daniel Bryan revealing the first SmackDown Top 10 list. Uh, which they can use to make decisions and plan matches, that Brian says that the list was compiled by the roster and that they cannot vote for themselves. Uh, he and Shane had no input. Here is the list. Number 10, Ty Dillinger. Number 9, Randy Orton. Number 8, Becky Lynch. Number 7, The Usos. Number 6, The New Day. Number 5, Bobby Roode. Number 4, Naomi. Number 3, Shinsuke Nakamura. Number 2, Charlotte Flair. Number 1, AJ Styles. I got a lot of problems with this. All right, where do we begin? Do we do we begin with the clear, clear oversight that Rusev is not on the top ten list? Clear, clear oversight. That is a clear mistake by WWE. And again, this goes back to the point that we made when this when this list was first kind of thrown out there of how kayfabe is this, right? How how much of this is the WWE putting this together to set up future booking? Right to where maybe they want Rusev to not be in the top ten because they want to set that up as a storyline. Right, those are things that I think factor into what these lists look like on a week to week basis. Although, do we know whether or not this is going to be an, a week to week changing thing? Is it going to be an every month thing? I mean, that, those are details that we I don't think we've no, learned yet. They, they have not been very specifics. Uh, specific. Specific. You are you're great a podcasting a, today. Well, see, me. I'm trying to do a lot of things. I wear a lot of hats, Chris Schubert. You don't wear any hats because you got a nice haircut now and you want to kind of show it Thank off you. to the world. I actually got compliments from everybody in the office today. From I know, and it's a nice thing I've ever said to you because yes. you you totally and unequivocally suck yes but i want like your angle? haircut your haircut does not suck it is a i for those who are everything wondering, below it is yeah. i got problems with for, for those that are, that are wondering i have i'm rocking a buzz cut today he does I just shaved he my head i can't even i can't even get verb tense right on this show. no you're this you're bad. struggling today they have not specifically said if this is going to be weekly monthly bi-monthly whenever daniel bryan feels like it they have they have, <laughs> they have no no indication of what this is so rusev not being on it is a big problem it's ridiculous 
Uh, you brought is, up a good point. Well, that, I thought the first thing I thought when I saw the list, but besides LOL Ty Dellinger, was okay. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are on this list. This is a good point to use in the Shane McMahon Daniel Bryan feud. But see, Shane McMahon can go to Daniel Bryan and say, "You did this little list thing, this little top ten. This is your little pet project, Daniel Bryan." Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Neither of them made the top 10, yet you continue to put them in situations where they can be in WWE championship matches. By the way, this is supposed to be voted on by the superstars, right? The other in, in kayfabe. The superstars are supposed to vote yes. on this. Vote on this talent and right. who likes who and right, right, right. who wears on, the best shoes. I don't remember what the exact Based on the was. talent, the in-ring ability matters. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens not being on this list is, a, is an oversight by all of the superstars involved. In my Kevin Owens voice, it's a crime. That was a very good Kevin Owens I voice. wasn't doing a Kevin Owens voice. I just wanted that to be parentheses. That's why I say it out loud. I only do uh, internet fan vo- or, or, or... Internet Roman... I would say Ra- internet fan because I feel like this is a, the very, very like crazy... No, you're... The off-wing yes. You You are fan. the radical conspiracy theorist there, internet guy who and hates everything. And That's you're all Vince I got. McMahon. I don't have anybody else. I don't, where I'm not you, doing... Where the only gimmick is you call everybody pal. That That's really it. Nice top 10 list you got there, pal. There it is. There, then, that, then that's it. Um, so there you go. That, there's the list. What comes of it? I have no idea. Look, I, I, shrug emoji. I yeah. have no idea. Uh, Rusev against Bobby Roode. And Bobby Roode holds on to the championship. Uh, I, they didn't really do a whole, a whole lot of a double turn here. I, I, you know, Rusev day chance. You had everything that you had it there. Uh, he hits a glorious DDT and he picks up the win. Uh, Root stands tall with the title. English checks on Rusev, and you know Root celebration continues. Then boom, Randy Orton hits the ring, hits Bobby Root with an RKO out of nowhere. Fans go nuts. He hits English with an RKO, uh, hits Rusev with an RKO. Orton stands tall. So Bobby Root, Randy Orton, potentially what you're doing next, or or four way. My initial thought was this was a four way, or a new gimmick of Randy Orton just RKOs whoever he wants, which I'm also here. By for. the way, which is that's his gimmick now. Just shows up, RKO, Randy arrive, Orton, RKO, leave. Randy Orton is literally, and, and I actually don't mean this in a negative sense, and it's going to come off that way, so I want to I preface what I was saying with this. Randy Orton has become a parody of himself, but not in the way that certain wrestlers have become a parody of themselves at the end of their career where it's embarrassing. He's basically just doing, uh, the. It, this is the Randy Orton Greatest Hits Tour. That is what he's on right now. I'll show up to certain shows. I won't be on other shows. I'm going to RKO everybody because, again, he walks out, he gets a pop. Yep. He hits an RKO, he gets a pop. Every city he's been in. And I've been, I've, I've been live for multiple cities. He, we could sit here and say we've seen Randy Orton a bunch. We're bored with Randy Orton. We've, he's done everything he's done. He gets a reaction, a babyface reaction in every market, including the smart mark markets. Which is interesting. So, I, I'm fine with the Randy Orton Greatest Hits tour. Come in, ar- arrive, RKO, leave, as you said. Yeah. Repeat. Uh, uh, we get Shelton Benjamin, Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable against the Ascension. Ben- Benjamin and Gable get the win. Uh, they, the, the announcers show the Twitter reaction. When was the last time the Ascension won a match? Uh, NXT. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Renee interviews Sammy. Like and then we get the number one contenders match, Sammy Zayn versus Kevin Owens. And by the way, this went nothing like I expected it to. They actually had a match. Yeah. That then ended with AJ just punching them and then Daniel Bryan making it a triple threat match at Fastlane. Which, by the way, Jamie, hold on a second here. I just thought of this. Do you remember what the initial graphic was that the Nationwide Arena kind of put out there of the, the five-way? Five way? 
You can get to a five-way once you start with three people, right? If it was one-on-one, -on -one, it's kind of tough to put a bunch of other people in there. But what if Shane goes, you know what, Daniel? You put these two in there, I'm putting Randy Orton in there. Or whatever the case may be. By the way, have you scrolled through their Pro Fight DB? Oh my goodness. The, the Ascension? Ascension? This is what you're going to consume. Oh my goodness. All right, so I'll tell you this. I am through April of 2017 and I don't see a win. I'll just wait. I'll wait till you want to join the rest of the podcast here. We moved ahead on the Ascension. No, I, I need to find out the answer to this question. Okay. When is the last Why time? Why does it matter? Because I'm... Okay. You found it? So the last time that, the that I have seen a win here from okay. the Ascension, according to Profite DB, okay. February 7th, 2017. Literally a year ago. One year ago on a this year day. Ago today. SmackDown Live, so this, Aiden English, Jay Uso, Jimmy Uso, Connor, Victor, and Simon Gotch. Oh, it was a draw. That wasn't even a win. Doesn't count. That doesn't count. Nope. I have to keep going. Keep going. Go ahead. Do, 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 I was going to say, I was going to say, this was going to be a huge moment because do, it was going to be this day in wrestling history. How far back are you now? What, what month? Of, I'm now in 2016. Are you just looking at televised shows or are you looking at house shows too? Um, these appear to just be televised shows. Okay, I don't care what oh, you Oh, no, do. no, no. No, these are house shows okay, too. I don't care what you... If you want it to be the last Here televised one... Okay, September 27th, 2016. Holy smokes. Smackdown Live. The Usos and the Ascension defeated by submission Gable, Slater, Jordan, and Rhino in a person tag match. Defeated by submission? Mm -hmm. Who in that tag match put in a submission move? I have no idea. That's great. It's defeated by submission on SmackDown Defeated Live. by submission? They defeated submission oh, Gable okay. and Benjamin and Slater and Rhino. I'm, I, who on that side has a sub, uh, Oh, maybe I, a sharpshooter. I guess. Maybe one of the Usos put a sharpshooter in? I'm trying to see when last time like the actual Ascension won like in an actual tag team. Match. Where it was just them? Uh, yeah. Again, I think you have to go back to NXT. Nope. nope. Found it. Okay. February 8th, 2016 for a WWE Superstars taping. Connor and Victor defeated Fandango and Damian Sandow. It's February 8th? February 8th, 2016 so their for last a Superstars singles? taping. So their last singles victory so on last, WWE last television only as a normal tag match. Is as an eight-man or a six-man. will be two years ago tomorrow. Yes. According to Profite DB. Are you glad you got the answer to your question now? Are you happy? Okay, you're very happy now. That is, uh, that is something. That's our, that, that's our big throwback Thursday. You should tell Jesse Bork. It's throwback Thursday. The last time the Ascension won a tag team match clean. Why do I have to tell him? You're his boss. That's true, but I, you, I don't know. You tell him what I to like, write. I like delegating. Just like I told, I just because I asked you what to write today. I said, hey, what do, would you like me to write? And you're like, oh, okay. What did you write about the last time the Ascension won? No, I don't. I wrote about, about New Japan today, which we're going to talk about a little bit later. Okay, so back to. You can read on FRSLAM.com right this very instant. Which Jamie gave me another compliment when I asked him, how was my story? And he said, it didn't suck, which is the nicest thing Jamie's ever said about anything I've ever written. So I'm very happy about that. Back to SmackDown. Thank you for sidebarring us with Ascension Talk. That's so essentially have... what I did. Get it? Get it? Because the words sound similar. Like aired and aired, but that's an inside you, joke that you won't get. You absolutely listeners. need to be quiet. So uh, AJ Styles gets involved in what ended up being an actual wrestling match between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, which is beyond stunning to me. So AJ gets involved. Uh, you know, he hits... Sammy, and then he, then he decks Owens, so the referee calls for the bell. We have a no contest. Daniel Bryan comes out and says, it will now be a triple threat match at Fastlane due to the outside interference. It'll be Sammy versus Owen versus Styles, and then boom, there you go. There's your main event at Fastlane, Jamie. How do you, how do, how do you feel? You're going to get to see these three fight again. 
in two months. Or in a month from now. Uh, I... You're well, about as perplexed as I am. I'm not perplexed as much as it's... I, it's now painfully obvious they're just killing time. <laughs> yes. It is clearly what they're doing. They're just killing time. Uh, this angle... We're just going to have to live with the fact that they're never paying off this angle. The way we, we hoped they were going to pay this angle off. This might lead to an Owen Zane spinoff match at Mania, which again, give them 20 minutes on WrestleMania. I think I, if you're not going to put them in a championship match, I think, and, and I always, I'm careful with this word, but I think Owens and Zane deserve to have that moment together on that stage. And I think that that would be a culmination of a lot of years of independent wrestling, WWE wrestling, NXT. There'll be a culmination of a lot of years on f leading up to it. And the promos that could come from Fastlane to Mania could be really cutting. I think particularly on Kevin Owens' end. He, he can harbor back to his real feelings about Sammy getting signed to WWE before him and what that did to him and then turn that up to 11 in heel fashion. And I think that would create a really awesome story for a match that doesn't involve the title at WrestleMania. As far as AJ Styles goes, he's fighting Shinsuke Nakamura for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania. Yes. We all know this. Yes. So this is killing time. As far as Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon goes, I don't know. So that's it. So the only thing that's going to come out of this is they're going to spin Kevin and Sammy off to a Mania match, which, again, that'll be awesome. And if they don't do that, then this whole thing has been a giant waste of time. You couldn't, I couldn't have said it any better, so I, I will leave it at that, and we will move on to the Mixed Match Challenge, which I did not watch live, like I said I might have. Uh, I watched it on tape delay this morning. I have not seen it yet. Uh, I'm here to tell you you should go out of your way to watch this a little bit later today, because this was, this was funny. It was, it was just everything that you want. To, literally, what, everything I want the Mixed Match Challenge to be, that's what that was last night. Daniel Bryan is a special guest referee. You just have two tag teams that are, are comedy gold together. It, it, was, it just served its purpose. Rusev comes out at the end and calls him Jim Uso, which is one of the more hilarious moments I've ever seen. I was, you heard me laughing from outside from, of the uh, office because I was watching in here. I was laughing so hard. Uh, it was awesome, so highly recommend. I won't spoil it too much for you, but I highly recommend. Oh, by the way, the winner of this match gets to fight Braun Strowman and Alexa Bliss. So you can just take that. You can just take that at what you Good will. Good luck. Of how far the winner. Team Little Big. Uh, of how far the, the. By the way, I want to ask, speaking of Braun Strowman, sidebar. Sure. That's what we're doing this here today. This was a comment that was made on the on Wade Keller's wrestling podcast uh, by his PW guest. Torch, I think is the name of his podcast. Well, no, because he has the Wade, it's just the Wade Keller Pro Wrestling Podcast. Ah, okay. Um, which I like, by the way. So we're going to be a little critical here for a second, but I do, I do like. Wade Keller and I do like the podcast. This was Why don't this you was kiss a, up some more. This was a comment mentioned. Shut up. This was a comment <laughs> mentioned by one of his guests, whose name I, escapes me at the moment. But it was not. Not only was it not refuted, it was agreed upon by Wade Keller himself. He says he doesn't like the idea of Braun Strowman being the partner for Ronda Rousey for that match at Mania because it make Braun Strowman's size. Makes Ronda look small and weak. Your thoughts? It is a fair point, but my counter to that is find me somebody that they can put with Ronda that isn't the Rock or Braun Strowman. You know, they're kind of they 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 unless Ronda Rousey has exceeded every expect expectation and is just this grade A world class professional wrestler and she can go in there and put on twenty minute classics with Charlotte and they have no worry about it being clunky then you have to put her in a tag team match. Yeah. And I can't think of anybody you can put her with. There's one person. 
There's one person, but I don't know how you get there in storyline. Well, John Cena's got nothing to do. That's not the person I was thinking of. By the way, John Cena's going to fight Elias at WrestleMania. Probably. John Cena's going to lose to Elias at WrestleMania. He's not fighting Taker. That's my that's my bold prediction. Elias pins John Cena uh, is that, at Mania. Okay, so let's. I'm going to put that bold prediction next to the two bold predictions of Jinder Mahal beats Brock Lesnar at Survivor Which Series. Which we never would have known. That's an, that's an incomplete. No, it's a failure because no, Jinder Mahal did not. He lost the belt. doesn't count. You know, it's like, it's like when you place a bet and, like, the game gets postponed. You don't, you didn't lose the bet. You get your money back. And then John Cena winning the Royal Rumble. Okay, that, I'll take the L on that one. <laughs> that one's not your finest moment. No, it's not. Because you, halfway through, as we were getting to the Rumble, realized that you made a mistake. It was a much better idea two months before the Rumble yes. than it was during the Rumble. Yes. So I'm gonna yes, that's my new bold prediction for John okay, Cena. Okay, I'm going to put that with Elias those two. Elias pins John Cena at WrestleMania. You're 0-1-1 with predictions, so yes. I'm going to say you're probably not going to win this one. Finn Balor is Line the scroll, other guy. You know? What about Finn Balor? Finn Balor and Ronda Rousey works. I don't know how you get there. With, that's interesting. With Finn and Triple H. I don't know how you get there. Yeah, considering how touchy-feely they all were at Raw 25. Right. But, to sweeten up a storm. But to Keller's point of... You don't want somebody massive like Braun Strowman to yeah. make Ronda. Finn and her are probably close to the same height. Yeah, because yeah, Finn would be good. Um, I don't think they want to relive it, but Seth Rollins. We talk about well, like, Seth Rollins is actually gonna. Finn Balor is not gonna be able to participate at WrestleMania because uh, Finn Balor is now teaming with Seth Rollins at house shows. So clearly, Finn Balor is now the next one to get hurt because everyone who teams with Seth Rollins gets hurt. Um, Daniel Bryan can. All right, let me throw another name out there. Could you, they would, they, if these are the wrestlers, it'd be a single match. That would be that would be Looney Tunes. This does not solve the problem, but Samoa Joe. I thought about Samoa Joe too, and I say, again, know it's weird to have. How a do heel, you get there? But you 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 could turn Joe babyface in, in a quarter of a second. No, no, but how do you get there with Triple H? Because there's going to be two parts to this feud. There's going to be the Ronda yeah. Stephanie part, yeah. and then there's going to be the Person X and Triple H part. Strowman's the obvious answer because. They can finally... There's a natural Triple H Strowman right Well, they can finally yeah. actually talk about what happened in Survivor Series and not like ignore it like they have since the day Survivor Series... The moment Survivor Series went off the air, it we stopped exist. mentioning. Oh, as if only there was somebody out there who did a wrestling podcast who for weeks, for weeks, screamed from the mountaintops of how Survivor Series wasn't going to matter the moment the show was over, so why should I care? If only there was somebody out there who would have said that, oh, wait... I did. I screamed it for weeks at you, and you yelled back at me. Fair. How much how much follow up have they done with Survivor Series? Uh, zero is the answer. Is your number less than zero? Because it'd be that. They haven't even shown still shots of anything that happened in Survivor Series since Survivor it's Series. Like it never existed. Never existed. So Strowman's the obvious answer because of that tie-in. Yes. But then after that, and again, The Rock's the big name that they want. What if it's Shane? That, that's going to take some twisting. No. But you can hearken back to Survivor Series with that as well. Brand supremacy. That phrase just, I just shuddered. Well, as you know, Jamie, Survivor Series is the only time if you were on SmackDown can compete in a day competition. So I don't know how you would yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, no, there were no mix between the shows at the Royal Rumble. Or on the Mixed Match Challenge last night. No, that, that, that never happens. Or time when, like, AJ Styles was on Raw. And yeah, TLC. Twice, actually. Twice AJ Styles was on Raw. <laughs> yes. Twice. And then Raw 25. Yeah. So three times he was on Raw, yeah. actually. Well, there's a new year. The calendar changed. So it's oh, a, you right. have to count. It's a new year. Yes, it is. <laughs> so 
So, so if you don't want Strowman, and the big the, the big name is The Rock, and there's questions about whether or not he's going to be able to do it because of the insurance with the filming, because he Correct. starts a movie filming about six weeks later, and you if, and I and have, you and I have argued about yes. whether or not he's going to be able if, to do it. If that. The Rock can do it, he's the one. Do you think? I don't think he's going to be able to do it. I don't think so either. I just think it's too close. I don't. I, don't, I think people have to understand that. In the mind of the minds of people that are listening to the show and, and watch wrestling and follow it like we do, mm-hmm. we're like, wow, what an awesome WrestleMania match. How could The Rock turn that down? Can I? That can, is so far down his priority list can, right now. Can I make a statement? Yes. Rock is having a better career in Hollywood than he is than he ever did in WWE. It's not close. It's not even close. Break it down, it's it's not, not close. even close. That man has made a bigger name for himself since he left WWE and became a Hollywood star Correct. than at any point, even at his peak in WWE. Because it's to, not all, close. You're to right. all of us, that peak was awesome because it's The Rock. He's a superstar. The man has been a high-profile actor in more box office home runs yes. than almost anybody. Like He is legitimately like, one of the biggest movie stars the, of this generation, the, period. The movie, that is Hard com- stop. the movie that is coming out, Skyscraper, that he is in, people, myself, literally went, it's Die Hard with The Rock, I'm in. Just the, the fact that his name is attached to it makes people want to see it. The, the stuff he's done with the Fast series. I mean, he's done all these Disney movies. The man is a superstar in Hollywood, more so than he ever was in WWE. So Correct. that's his priority. Plus, he's branching out. He's got his own production company now. He's yes. making the Page uh, movie. What was it? Uh, $7? Yeah. He's doing the Page movie. He's doing some other stuff. Like, yeah, that... When's the Page movie coming out, by the way? It feels like they've been producing that for two years. I don't know. I don't know when it's coming out. What's it called? All in the Family or something like that? Wrestling with the Family. Wrestling, wrestling, with, the fam- wrestling, wrestling with my family. With my family, something I like think that. It's that. Yeah, definitely wrestling and family at the time. But that's more important to him. And WWE is always going to be his love. And if Vince calls him and asks him to do it, going to make a lot more it. money for him. That too. That's more. Both of those elements are important. Yes. This is again. This is he likes to do this. This is what he he likes to come back to wrestling. He likes to do that stuff. But it is a at this point in a his hobby. life, it is a hobby. It is not his career. He had his career. Mm-hmm. And it was a good one. It was a damn good one. It was a pretty darn good one. Yeah, exactly. So I think The Rock is is out because of all the things we just mentioned. So then Strowman's the next guy on the list. And then anybody else after that, you're going to have to twist into a pretzel, right? Finn, Joe. You can go to Seth. I don't think they'll do that two years in a row. Um, Balor. I mean, you just have all these options uh, that you can go with. And they make sense if you tell the right story. But they got to tell the right story. And to me, that is the big concern there. So I'll be interested to see. I I agree with the point. Because you want... Look, I know Triple H is in that match. I know Stephanie's in that match. I Even throw The Rock in there. That match is about one person and one person only. It's about Ronda Rousey. Correct. I mean, you think about the star power that they're going to put in that match. It matters one person and one person only. Ronda Rousey. So that's their main focus. Whoever they put in there needs to be uh, there to help Ronda get over. Uh, mix, not the Mix Match Challenge. 205 Live uh, continued their Cruiserweight tournament. Um, two incredible matches. I don't Have you watched yet? Uh, no, I have not watched this week. Okay, so let me, a little story about what happened here. I wasn't like, I tried. I, oh, so, well, so I didn't try gonna, to watch 205 Live. But, so now you're going to bring your excuses. But I tried, and the uh, I could not access the last 45 minutes. Your internet was being weird, which has happened to me plenty of times. Yeah, and I, just, it, it would not, I could not get it to play. That's okay. It, it we, died we on, during the U.S. title match, could not get it to play, and I was so frustrated that I didn't even sit we down for, and watch 205 We forgive you on this show, okay, Jamie? I, I, will, I will forgive you. But I will tell you 
that the Cruiserweight uh, Championship Tournament continued. Two very good matches, Lindsay Dorado and uh, Kalisto. You saw a finish that match. You walked in here. I did. I saw the finish, which was a botch into an awesome finish. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, And then you had Roderick Strong against Hideo Itami. Would you like to know who wins? I know who wins. Oh, Roderick Strong uh, picks up the victory. He moves on in a very good match that if it was in front of any other crowd other than the crowd that they had last night, would have just the place would have gone nuts for it. Where were they? Kansas City? They were in Kansas Uh, City. Yes. So... Yet all that, it's going to continue next week. Uh, Mark Andrews makes his 205 Live debut. He is going to take on Akira Tozawa, who cut a promo backstage. And ah. he, he, did a, he did a selfie promo. And then he walked up to somebody in the back and said, who, who do you think is going to win? And the person said, Mark Andrews. And he, t- and he started cutting a promo on this guy. And then he said, after I win the Cruiserweight Championship. And then he did a Vince McMahon, you're fired impression. And I now need Akira Tozawa to do that every week. It was fantastic. That's so great. I need to see that. that it, his personality awesome. came through tenfold in that. Uh, and then the other match... Uh, Rockstar Spud is hanging out backstage. Drake Maverick hanging yes. out backstage, and Tony Nese and Drew Gulak walk in. Drew Gulak is in a suit, and he's like, are, "You know, are, are you here to talk?" Drew Gulak goes, "Are you here to talk about my plans for a better 205 Live?" And uh, Maverick's like, "You know, kind of." Then he cuts just the, the 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 most real promo ever. He goes, "Drew, what happened to you? You used to be one of the toughest guys on the roster." He goes, "Now you're in a suit." He goes, "Where did where 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 did you go?" And then Tony starts, you know, being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, what are you talking about? All you do is you know, and he starts pointing at, at, at his yeah. abs. And he starts making fun of, uh, you know, Tony Nese. And he's like, that, the train that you guys were on for 205 Live, that left the station. There's a new 205 Live in town. And then he goes, next week, it's going to be Tony Nese against Drew Gulak in the Cruiserweight Championship Tournament. Show me who's for real. And I went, I'm here for this. That's really good. I'm here for this. Drake Maverick. In these backstage segments and, and promos that he's cutting on Raw that he, when he did commentary or read, he is fantastic yes, in this role. His personality shines. And it, and it might be a, a big thing that helps save 205 Live, which feels a little bit different the last couple of weeks than the 205 Live that I have already said that is going to not be on TV in 2019. And you may have to walk that statement back here a little bit. We learned today, coming from PW Insider Mike Johnson, that there is there's some news surrounding 205 Live. And in particular, who is booking the show, how the show is being produced, and that kind of stuff. So up until two weeks ago, this was Vince McMahon's thing. He was, yes. he was you know, working with these guys one-on-one. He wanted it to be a character-driven show, mainly the reason why Enzo Amore went over there. Starting with last week's show, and this Johnson has confirmed with a, a ton of people with Inside WWE, confirmed it. Vince McMahon is no longer personally involved with 205 Live, that has been handed over to the the one and only Triple H. Yes. He is now in charge of 205 Live. So if you watch the last two weeks and you're like, wow, this is starting to look more like the Cruiserweight Classic, well, it's because the guy who put on is. the Cruiserweight Classic is now running the show. And he is bringing back a lot of the elements uh, of, two, of the Cruiserweight Classic. He wants it to be more in-ring based. It's still going to have the character stuff, but more in-ring based. And moving forward, Triple H is the guy that is in charge. And here is why this is important to me, Jamie. And I will always preface any comment I say, I am a Triple H defender. I am somebody who looks at what he's done in NXT, what he's done with the Cruiserweight Classic, the Mae Young Classic, all the other stuff that he's done, and I think he has a great wrestling booking mind. I think he gets it. I think he understands what fans want. I think he knows how to to captivate both the casual audience and the hardcore audience. I think he's doing that with NXT. I am very confident, and one of the big concerns that I had was following WrestleMania, following the culmination of this Cruiserweight Championship Tournament, 
what would become of 205 Live? What would it be? Mm -hmm. Because you can create a tournament that takes you up to, 12, up to WrestleMania. That's great. But what happens when you don't have two matches every week that are for a tournament? What do you do? Yeah, then well, you're going to have to book. You're going to have to book a show. Well, now that a I know... Weekly episodic television the show. The longest running weekly episodic. Now that we know Triple H is the guy calling the shots, and he has one of the writers in there from NXT that kind of moved up the ranks running the show, and he's calling all the shots... That gives me more confidence that the show is going to be booked logically. It's going to have good storyline progression. That it's going to make sense. That things that happen on the show are going to matter. That, to me, is the biggest thing. Here's the other thing I'm intrigued at. You look at this division, right, Jamie? Yes. With NXT, he books television. Then he has a pay-per-view that is all of his guys. He doesn't have that in 205 Live. No. 205 Live doesn't have a network special. So I think we are going to get to see Triple H book a television show and give away stuff on TV. Yeah, we're going to see and, and see what and by strategy. TV, I mean network TV. Network TV. It's going to be interesting to see what the strategy of that is. Do you create essentially two-week periods that are mini pay-per-views that you have back-to-back -back weeks of huge matches? Or do you sprinkle in, you have storylines running concurrently, but at different arcs. So the WWE loves, likes to do it is there's always, most of their storylines are on the same arc. Mm -hmm. that whatever it is, is either whether it's your first big match, second big match, or blow off, that rainbow ends at a network special. Do they run storylines that some end on, for the sake of ease, week one, some end week three, some end week four? And so you end up creating a scenario where maybe not every single show has at least one big match, but you're staggering different storylines so that you basically create a scenario where you don't go more than maybe two weeks without paying off one of your top three or four storylines on the brand. That's interesting. Which would make 205 Live must-see TV. It would make it a lot more musty than it's been. So we learned that. So that is a that is a big thing, and I think it, it shows you the direction of 205 Live. So your prediction of 205 Live being off the air in 2019, I think you may have to pump the brakes on that. We'll add that to the uh, the list of predictions that you've been so right on uh, for we'll, – we'll revisit later on. I also think this is another example of Vince taking a step back uh, on things and on projects and letting Triple H run them because that's the guy that's taken over. Triple H is going to be booking the shows when Vince decides he doesn't want to do it anymore. Although I don't, I don't know if Vince McMahon is ever going to not want to be involved up until the day that he dies. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like he's going to work. He's never going to decide he's not going. To. Right, somebody somebody's going to decide for him. Correct, and and at that moment, then Triple H is going to be the one that takes over. So you got to throw him to the fire. And you know what? I'm sure he's looking at that of I'm the one that put this together. I'm the one that can save it. So we're going to get to see that here over the next couple of weeks. Uh, I'm really excited for next week. Um, and I think the direction moving forward has got a lot more confidence because you know after WrestleMania that it is going to have a good leader at the helm that's not just throwing stuff together. I'll be interested to see what that does for the television show because there was a Cruiserweight match on Raw on Monday, but it was just one. And basically the purpose it served was... To, to introduce the fans to Drake Maverick. To get Drake Maverick on commentary yeah. to hype up the tournament. So I wonder now that you've introduced him, do you really need to have them on TV a whole lot anymore? Probably I'll, not. I'll be interested to see what that strategy is. And Triple H can have a big hand in that because he's booking the other show. Yes. So that'll be very interesting to see. Uh, one other piece of news here to wrap up this show. Uh, Access TV did announce today that the Strong Style Evolve show on March 25th, uh, 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, uh, is going to air live on uh, the broadcast on their channel. Uh, so for those of you that are not going to Long Beach, 
to see Strong Style Evolve. For those of you who don't have New Japan World, you will be able to watch it if you have access television. It will be there. Jim Ross, Josh Barnett, the normal New Japan commentary team for Access TV is going to call the show. Uh, Jimmy, you excited about this? Uh, I am. Make Makes sense. It, it does. It, it's a logical line of progression here. We, we are going to see a lot of changes to how New Japan promotes its product in North America over the next 12 to 18 months. And one of the big points that you brought up in your article that everybody can read at FRSSlam.com was this is going to be a slow process because that is the best way to try to ensure the best chance of success. Right, and and the, the big example that I used was everybody freaking out that Strong Style Vol sold out the 5,300 tickets in 20 minutes. Right? They sold out every ticket for that show in 20 minutes. So the thought being, well, they could have run a, they could have run an 8,000-seat venue. They could have run a 10,000-seat venue. They would have sold out. Okay, but if they sold out a 10,000-seat venue, you wouldn't be making those comments, right? Because a 10,000-seat venue is, is a natural venue, right? It's a normal venue. They sold out a 5,300 venue in 20 seconds, and you want more. You want them to go bigger. You want them to go beyond. If they went 10,000, what's the next step? They're not renting out the AT&T Stadium to run a New Japan event in the United States. It's not happening. This leaves the fans wanting more. That is the trick to business. Also, you can't run the risk of being embarrassed. You can't run the risk of Oh, like of they doing, were in the past? Or what TNA did. You can't run the risk of doing what TNA did was, we are going to run big arenas to prove a point and then harp off 90% of it. You run a, you run, they, like TNA would run a, try to run a 12,000-seat arena and sell 1,500 tickets. That's brutal. Well, and then and they t- take it a step further. New Japan is still rebuilding their fan base in Japan. They're still getting out of the dark ages of, of the company in, in where they're based in Japan. They're just starting. They, the, the, the Wrestle Kingdom, Tokyo Dome, that's the, that's the first sellout they've had in years. Yeah. It's the most that they've had at Tokyo Dome in, what, 15 years? Yeah. So they're just starting to get out of the dark age, quote-unquote, of New Japan. They're just starting to reestablish themselves there. So they're not going to go all in, pun intended, on an expansion in the United States until they get their base down. Look, they are a Japanese product and a Japanese market at the moment. I think they're going to become an international company and an international product within the next three years. But they're going to take their time getting there because... Their fans, specifically here in North America, are willing to go on the ride with them, and it leaves them wanting more. Now, to me, the biggest next step, and this is an example I threw out in the story, and you should read the whole story because this is how I get paid. This is how I feed my family. My Your family, huh? I, I got kids. I'm a Keith Slater. You got a cat. She's like a child. She costs you about as much as a child. That's why I said she's like a child. The G1, the G1 Climax. I think the next play for New Japan, I don't know if they'll do this, but I think it's, it's logical. Not the first night, not the last two nights, but just some of those nights in between, throwing those on Access TV for free. Quote unquote, I can see that. Quote, unquote, giving those away. Because you know what? For somebody who may not be a New Japan fan or doesn't know the product or can't stay up late to watch it, if they're able to catch... Those nights being aired, maybe a day later, maybe the, it happens in New Japan. It'll happen in Japan that morning. It goes on Access TV that night, and you give those away for free. You may get some people. You may lure some more people in. Then it leaves them wanting more. They now want to see the conclusion of this tournament. And you pick nights where your big guys are on it, where your Okadas, your Omegas, your Naitos, right? You, where the guys are on it to where you can showcase your talent. But you pick a couple of those nights, 
And now all of a sudden you can get more people in. And to me, that is the next step because the access card, I don't think they've played to the fullest yet. I think, no, I think their relationship with Mark Cuban and Access TV and the TV deal that they have in the United States has not been maximized, and that to me is their next route. They're doing events in the United States now. Now it's capitalizing on the TV deal that they have, albeit it's not in every home in America, but Access TV is in a lot of homes. They can capitalize on it. So I think that is the logical next step, and they're going to do strong style of off live, which is very exciting. Anything else, Jamie? Do you want to sidebars before we get out of here? No, actually, and that's that's it. I'm not, I'm not going to say no and then give something. I, I am good. You are you are content with the product that we put out there today? I am. Okay. Well, guys, uh, as always, you can follow the show at FRS Slam on Twitter. Uh, you can go to the website, FRSLam.com, where, uh, as Jamie mentioned, my column about New Japan's Westward expansion uh, is up. You can read a bunch of other columns, including the comments at the Internet Ablaze. I'm going to keep rehitting this throughout the week about the rivalry between Kenny Omega and Cody Rhodes. Uh, you can find this podcast on Anchor, FRS Slam. You can also find it anywhere you find a, a podcast, Apple, iTunes. You can go there, give us five stars, just FRS Slam Radio. And then, uh, for you Android listeners out there, you can also get it on anywhere you get a podcast, uh, Google Play, and any podcasting app. All right, guys, that is going to do it for us here today. We'll be back tomorrow to break down NXT and anything else that may happen in the wrestling world. We'll talk to you then, guys.